Hey guys, my name is Haley Grove and welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. I am a big believer that dance can be the thing you love most in life, but it can't be your life. Not if you want to have a sustainable career. So I'm here to talk to dancers about what they do outside the studio. Whether it's cookie decorating, tie-dye, a passion for plants, or starting their own businesses, dancers fulfill their creative passions in so many different ways. Dancers Doing Stuff is about living your most creative life. So if you love dancers and creativity, you are in the right place. Hello everyone, welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. My name is Haley and today my guest is the amazing Taylor DiNapoli. She is like literally the queen of getting stuff done. I feel like she literally thinks of an idea and just like executes it. I'm so excited to talk about all her projects. She does everything so professionally and is just an amazing talent as a dancer, but also as a businesswoman, as an entrepreneur, as a choreographer, as a creator. Um, she is literally a woman of many hats. She wears many hats. She also looks great in a lot of hats. She has a lot of hats that she wears, but she also wears a lot of them figuratively. Um, so Taylor DiNapoli, she's a performing artist, creator, educator, co-founder, yoga lover, wine drinker, professional organizer, freelancer, boss, babe, business owner, living her best life in New York City. Her mission is to inspire by creating and sharing art with a purpose. She heavily believes in storytelling with movement, performing her way through life. She believes creating an authentic, safe, calm environment full of positivity is an essential to the energy of everything she does. So like, okay, that is like amazing. You guys are in for such a treat and especially if you were planning on watching last week when I had crazy technological difficulties and my computer stopped charging. So, so happy that that's fixed. Um, the craft today is really simple and I just, let's just get into it. Let's watch this video of Taylor. I asked her to send me her favorite video of her dancing and this is such a beautiful video she it just really captures like all of the different stuff that she does the storytelling and you know she does heels she does theater she does everything so i think this is a really great video to showcase her so let's check it out because this is a podcast you can't see the video but trust me it is great after the episode make sure you head over to essentially Haley on youtube or dancers doing stuff on instagram so that you can check it out but while i have you here let's here from our sponsor. Surprise! The sponsor for today's episode is me. Well, not me exactly, but the Dancers Doing Stuff Patreon. With the Patreon, you get a ton of really fun perks and you get to help support this show. Some of the perks include fun behind the scenes content, getting to know the guests beforehand and being able to submit questions to them. There are Zoom dance parties and stretch sessions. I give you all the craft supplies you need for the month and you can craft with us live on YouTube. And we also have a private Discord. There are a ton of things. And those are just things that are happening right now. I really wanna make stickers, so maybe I can send out some mail. I don't know, I've got a lot of ideas. One of the ideas is the Dancer's Dream Grant Program. When we get 100 patrons, I'm going to start donating $1 per patron every month to a dancer who has a creative project that needs help being funded. So that might be hiring a videographer for a concept video or actually paying your dancers or getting them at least some good snacks. There are so many ways that dancers can be supported and I would really love to create a community where we can all support and lift each other up and just all be creative. So the more patrons we have, the more money I can give back. Definitely check out the Patreon and let's get this community growing. Yes, like I love seeing when people do not the stereotypical thing that you see heels dancers doing, like to wear a heel, you don't always have to be like humping the floor. You could be like storytelling. You could be doing extension. You could do a really, like she literally did a headstand. Like what? So 
Now that I'm done, like, I could talk about her forever, but she's here, so let's bring her on. Okay, let's give a big round of applause. You ready? Yay! <laughs> Hello! It's the clap for me. It's the clap for me. It's so good. It's so good. We need all the applause we can get because, like, literally, what is performance? What is live? It's coming back. It's coming, coming back. back. We're so close. Hopeful, hopeful. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Um, let's start with the craft like right away. Oh, I can't mess this one up. I can't. I know it. Um, we are making lavender bath salts. So this is like like the Epsom salt, not like drugs. So just in case anyone just was the confusion. confused, I know you're I know you all are get that vibe from me. But um so basically all you need, it's very much like make it your own. Um, I have some Epsom salt here and then I'm gonna add some lavender essential oil um, and then I'm just gonna mix it up a little to disperse it. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, it smells so good. Mm -hmm. Now I want to take a bath. My Epsom salt has coconut okay, oil in it too so it smells really good. You could put some dried flowers in here but that's pretty much it. Like we're done. So work. Success. We killed it. It smells so good. It smells so good. Mm, oh. Now I want to take a bath. <laughs> Bye. The episode's over. <laughs> See ya. Going to take a bath. <laughs> okay, so let's get into dance. You have such a cool dance story. Like, I'm just so excited to talk to you about everything that you do. But let's take it back to Long Island. Tell me how – were you, like, in the baby – the baby – trio class like tap jazz everything like tell me tell me about baby taylor okay. baby taylor did the baby like probably 15 minutes ballet 15 minutes tap around the corner at some joe schmo dance studio for toddlers <laughs> um but then i actually yep. didn't dance i was really flexible my mom found me in the bathtub one day at like three years old laying on my stomach and like putting my feet over my head and I was sucking on my toes and picking my nose with my toes. Gross. But she was like, oh shit, we got to put her in gymnastics <laughs> because I was so flexible. Yeah. So I started gymnastics and gymnastics wow. was my whole childhood. So I actually didn't start. Wow, I, started I didn't know off that. Dancing. I started off dancing at two, but then was a gymnast my whole life until 12, 10. I don't know. That's so cool. So then when did you get more into dance? When did you start focusing on dance? Um, okay. So I loved musical theater along that whole process. So I did community theater and the summer camps and, you know, the whole thing. Uh, so I was doing that and I just liked to dance in general. I got to the age where like I was about to hit puberty and like I realized gymnastics was dangerous. So I would have... Um, yes. like mental breakdowns every day and would like cry and never want to go. And I was also advanced for my age. So I was with like the teenagers and I was so young. So I don't know. It was just like a whole like end of an era. My mom was like, I'm not going to force you to do it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. So I didn't. My sister was dancing. So then I was like, I want to dance. If I could do gymnastics, I could dance. So then I started dancing at like 12, maybe 11. And then, and then it was wow. like on and off for a while. Cause then I was like too cool for everything. And I would just do cheerleading. And then I was like, actually every girl here is mean. So let me <laughs> switch into something nice. So then I was a musical theater nerd. Like I just like kept switching around. I was never like a hardcore competition dancer. I did it. I did it like on and off for four years, but I was never like, I danced since I was two and I've been in competition. And then like I went to tours and nationals and stuff like I, it, I don't know. I wasn't that dancer. <laughs> yeah. But that probably, the fact that you kept coming back to it and sticking with it, it's probably the reason why you are so successful because you didn't burn out. You you got to actually choose dance. It wasn't like something that I've just always done yeah. this, so I'm going to keep doing it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So you're from Long Island. When was the first time that you came to New York and started training in the city? Okay. From Long Island, as you can tell by my accent, my dance studio, <laughs> one of the teachers was friends with Derek Mitchell. So he came and taught a master class one day and I loved it. It was a style that I, I was just like, what is this? And I felt like I was like dancing, like as Justin Bieber's backup dancer, I was like, oh my God. So I 
asked him, I was like, where do you teach? He was like, Broadway Dance Center. I was like, Broadway Dance Center. So I looked it up. And like maybe two years later, me and my friend Kelly, who was in musical theater and loved to dance, we would take the train in, go take like Heather Rigg, Lane Napper, Derek Mitchell, like all those like yeah. fun classes at BDC. And I just loved it. And me and my friend Maria would go. It was just like all my friends I grew up dancing, we would just take trips and go take class for fun until I got into the training program, which we'll talk about later. Yes, definitely. So, okay, so what? how old were you when you started doing this? Because I know when you were 18, you started something pretty cool. You started your own dance studio. Is that what? It, tell me about that because, like, how? what is the timeline here? Because I'm so impressed. So, okay, so this was, like, at 17, like, senior year of high school, I would go, or, like, after graduating, I would go to the city to start taking classes. So that was, like, then. Mm-hmm. Then I was going to Nassau Community College for studio recording technology and music business, which I still love. No, no oh. shade. I just don't have the time to study it or work in it. Yeah, that's such a good skill to yeah. have. Oh, my God. I, love. I need I need that. I know. <laughs> Everyone needs it. Like, we, we <laughs> always do a million things. We need to know how to do all of them. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so then I was on at Nassau. I was on the Nassau dance team. We went to nationals. I did the whole dance team thing. And at that same time, I was teaching gymnasts how to dance at the gymnastics place I grew up at. So that was cool. Cool. And then Robin, the owner, had a dance studio available and an office space in her building. And she said, do you want to open up a dance studio? And I said, yes. It was my dream for like forever. When I was five years old, I'm like so type A and like I'm I'm like OCD, like whatever. And I have my paper and I would draw out like sketches of my dream dance studio. Like I have like sketches from back in the day. So obviously I said yes, but at the same time I said yes, I was going to college and I got into the training program. So I had to make some decisions. (laughs) Stop, stop going to college after two semesters. Got a 4.0 though. So work. Um, (laughs) And then I did the training program while I opened my dance studio. Amazing. So you were coming from Long Island to BDC every Every day day. during the training program. And then going back to Long Island to go to the dance studio. That's great. I've had so many people who have gone through the various programs at BDC and it's like, it is a lot of time, a lot of classes, a lot of early mornings it's crazy so the fact that you were coming from Long Island like wow dedication I loved it I loved it so like if it was something I wasn't even like sure about I was like you know you me and Haley go way back I was like so ambitious like hi I'm Taylor Napoli what do you want to do like I was like in your face like I'm here I feel like you did everything (laughs) no it's so it's such a great way to be you know it's like what is what did she always say Bonnie always said like happy to be here ready to work or oh something God. like you like embody that that phrase I did I really did <laughs> we'll leave that at that but yeah so it was a lot literally it was a lot of fun so that's my beginner of stepping into this world story yeah so when you started to do the program at BDC were you thinking like I want to be a professional this is this is it I'm I'm on the track to be a professional dancer like I want Broadway. I want music videos. I want all of this. Um, I just loved to dance. And like I saw myself taking a style for a specific amount of time or a teacher for a specific amount of time. And I saw the growth happen. So like I'm a type of person where I like to see something in my mind, put it to life and watch it grow with everything I do, as you can tell. Uh, so <laughs> literally everything you do So to see that happen. I was like, oh, I'm doing this. And then I would come home and tell my parents about it. And I was always making progress or I was always making connections. I was always doing something new and proving to them like, hey, I'm here doing this. They never once doubted me. They were always like full force. Yeah. If this is what you want for your college experience, we'll support you. And I proved to them without having to prove to them that it's possible. And I think it was just my like yeah. deep love and passion for dance in Manhattan. New York City has my heart. I love New York City. It's my favorite city in the whole world. Nothing's better than New York City. So like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but that's where I'm at. 
Yeah. So what was the first professional dance job that you have done? Because you've done so many different things. Oh, my God. Thinking back to the, I guess it doesn't have to be like a paid situation, but like the first thing where you were like, oh, wow, this feels real. This feels professional. Oh, wouldn't it be nice if all of our first gigs were paid? What we do <laughs> for love. Anyway, um, I would definitely say in training program, the performance project. Like looking back at it now, I'm like, oh, but like in the moment, that was like, my heart and I would say that was like the first professional thing where I was like oh I'm doing this oh no actually I remember it was the mock audition for training program I had no idea what I was Mm, doing I was mock audition crazy dressed like makeup crazy like I professionally I had no idea but I just (laughs) loved to dance and then we got pictures back and I saw and it said Broadway dancer on the bottom and it was like me and a posse and I was like oh my God, I'm in New York City at Broadway Dance Center dancing. So like that to me felt so special to make it feel real, if that makes sense. So like Mm. there's been many gigs that came along after that or like opportunities, but that was definitely something. Because, you know, BDC is my home ground. So like as much as things change, my home base is BDC. And if I ever like was in Midtown and I didn't know where to go, I just go to BDC. Like (laughs) it's just our home base. Yeah, literally. If you need to go to the bathroom, bathroom you need to change. It's the best place. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Okay, so I know that you've done a lot of different shows. And tell me if I'm, I think I'm correct, you got your equity card, right? Yes. By doing like, which is not an easy feat, especially without like, you didn't just like book a big old Broadway show and like instantly get it. Like, you have been working your butt off going to these open calls. Like how explain kind of explain that, that process to people. Cause I don't think people really understand oh all that work and all the auditions and all the shows and everything. Yeah. So spilling the tea, I was the underdog. I sip it. No, okay. Um, but I tell me, I was tell the me. Underdog. <laughs> I wanted an agent so bad. I wanted to dance for everything and everyone so bad. And I just had this like burning desire to just get there. I didn't expect to get there quick because I'm the underdog in everything I do. I like to be a fly on the wall and process it. I'm an introvert extrovert. So like I have my moments where I'm sitting back and I like sit. Me. But then I have my moments where I'm like, oh my God, hi. Ooh. Okay. It took like four years of just experience. I learned better just by diving in deep. Everyone has their ways. That's my Mm -hmm. way. And I would just show up to cruise auditions and random open calls and the agency calls. Like I would just show up to anything and just learn. I wouldn't say they were my best auditions. They definitely were not. I was learning about myself. I was learning about what I wanted and just learning and it was free. So like I just did it. And learning how to audition too, because it's like, it's its own thing. You got to just keep going. And like, I think I was addicted, not in a bad way, but like (laughs) in a healthy way, because if you're not either like one extreme or the other, there's no way that you can like audition. You either are absolutely not, or, oh my God, yes. If you go to just like a few, you're going to be like, uh, so it's like one or the other. You know, everyone goes through the waves. It could be different every year, but like, that's just the truth. So back to the story. Uh, So underdog, here's my long story though. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. dyed my hair in 2017, maybe? That's my lucky number. Yes, is this the red? my lucky number. So I think I did dye my hair that year. Everything in my life since like, I was 17. Yes. Revolves the number 17. It's bizarre. That's another story for another day. And is your birthday the 17th? Yeah, my birthday's the 17th. And you did, which we'll talk about your videos that you put out for a whole year. Like, and ooh, okay, launching 17. tomorrow this on the 17th. Good number. Take a sec. <laughs> I just, I just, I just, oh my God, I'm so excited. I love it. Okay, anyway. Of um, course, of course. So I dyed my hair red and I felt like that was who I was meant to be. I was always lost as like, not that everyone should go dye their hair and find themselves, but like for me, I found myself and I found my nook. I was like, these are the shows I want to be in. This is the type of dance I want to do. I was sick of doing like purposeless Mm. 
movements. So I was making sure I was taking class with a purpose. Um, okay, so story time. I booked like my first couple gigs, paid gigs, opportunities. They were great. Love, 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 love. And then I did an agency growing studio workshop. And one of the agents reached out and I went to go meet with her. And we walk in and she goes, who are you? And I said, oh, I'm Taylor. We met yesterday. And she was like, don't remember. I was like, great. This is going to go great. So, and I, as if you know me, I'm so type A. I had my passion planner. I had my iPad. I had my business cards. I had my headshot resume. Like I had the whole thing set up. And she looked at my yeah. resume and she goes, there was like so many things in between, but to keep it short, she goes, I only work with clients that I could trust and that are dedicated. And like went into this whole thing just by looking at my resume. I said, and then I, I was so defensive of myself and upset because I was like, because you're literally the most dedicated. So I was like, excuse me, do you know who I am? Like, I am the most dedicated. I collaborate with everyone I work with. I have been busting my ass for the past four years to book this stuff on my resume. Like, she just questioned everything about me without even knowing anything about me or giving a shit. And in my head, I'm like, this would be my agent? Absolutely not. So like, it's already going bad. What really drew the line was yeah. she t- crossed an X through my resume. This is where like my heart went <sighs> shattered. She she cr- crossed an X and says, come back to me when you book three shows in a year, sweetie, and pushes it towards me. I, and I threw my business cards. I just didn't know what to do. I was shook. I was like, I threw my business cards at her. I walked out hysterical, cried in the elevator. Like, <laughs> like I couldn't breathe because I was just so shocked. So shocked. That was terrible. But then that I needed that experience to happen to light a fire underneath my butt for like that, like chip on your shoulder moment where I busted my ass, but not in an unhealthy way. Just like genuinely wanting to be there. I showed up for the gigs that I knew I was right for, met the right people. And I booked three shows in one year, got Mm -hmm. an agent and my equity card all within one year of that meeting. And ironically, a year later, I went to an audition or something. Oh, Oh, it was another growing studio thing. And she was there. And I sang. It was probably terrible because I was just like, oh, my God, she's here. And I have this on my resume. (laughs) So, like, I was just, like, so excited. And I just rubbed it in her face and, like, she could go fuck herself. But, like, other than that, I proved to myself that it's possible if you really put Literally. in the hard work and stay positive and on your path and manifest and be nice. That's my long saga of a story. I love that. And I think that it's so great because it's so, well, you know, you hear these stories of like people move to the city and they're 18 and they get discovered and it's like, wow, you see it. You see it happening in front of you like, oh my gosh, like everything's happening for you really fast and that's amazing. You got an agent and you start booking all these things and like, it's really, you get in your head sometimes, but I think hearing stories like that and seeing people like you who like, you clearly were on your path and you worked for it and you probably appreciate it so much more. And like you, like it just shows that there's so many different ways to achieve your dreams. And like, I think that that's so amazing and like so important to hear for everyone to hear. And like, haha, like she didn't, she clearly she's missing out because you do a million and ten things besides just being a a background character in a musical or like you know you are actually like the star mm-hmm. of your life like I want to talk about think tank I love think tank like that I feel like that was kind of the first thing that at least that I saw after you started the dance studio that you kind of your your uh, entrepreneurial uh, <laughs> birth that's such a weird way to say it like your your uh like uh, debutant i've been watching a lot of oc like the the debut of your that's what i'm trying to say the debut of your yeah. entrepreneurial side so tell everyone what think tank is <laughs> okay so adam wadeski and i did pro stem together we were friends but not that close but friends you know and then we did a project together and we reconnected and we just started hanging out a lot and talking and chatting and getting coffee and drinking and whatever going out. And then one day we were like, do you want to just play in a studio? I just want to dance and create. 
So we got into a studio, we just started creating and we were like, why isn't there a place where we could just show up in a safe environment and just play? Because if you rent a studio alone, sometimes it's lonely and it's daunting and it's vulnerable and it's like, eh. And then if you go sometimes take a class at BDC or Steps or Perry or somewhere, it's very competitive, even though it's not a competition. It, that's just the energy sometimes some environments bring in. So we were like, we want a safe place to just dance with our friends. So we were brainstorming, brainstorming. Adam was at a coffee shop. I was meeting with him to chat and the barista was talking to some director that just walked in and Adam was overhearing and he was like, yeah, I'm just heading to a workshop. It's like a think tank where like we all just sit and like share our ideas and blah, 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 blah. And Adam goes, think tank. And he was like, oh my God, I think I have the name because we were trying to come up with the name. And we were like, oh my God, that's perfect because it's just like us in a space thinking, but moving together. Like it was like a whole, and then it just clicked, think tank. So I would say I wouldn't be where I am today without Think Tank. I'm going to go into detail about what we actually did and what we do. But pre-pandemic, I needed that as an escape to remain sane and like hopeful that like not everything in life is shitty <laughs> and to connect. Like I love genuine connection. So like to connect with authentic humans that show up that day were, was so special. But then the pandemic hit shifted everything because it was like, what am I without Think Tank? What am I without the performing arts? What am I like? It was like, you know, we all had those thoughts of like, what the yeah. fuck am I doing? Um, so Think Tank was there and we showed up for our community when they needed us during the pandemic. But then once things started to happen slowly, like last the end of last summer, things picked up before the winter came again. And we kind of tried to do little in-person classes outside and like little things. But Adam has been working the past two years on gigs and cruises. So yeah. it was basically me in New York City doing it alone for a while. And then I would leave on my gigs and then come back. It was very stressful because we weren't both together. And then the pandemic hit, which meant we really weren't together. He was in Dallas, Texas. I'm in New York City. And uh, it that was difficult. But... Today, we are on a hiatus, a BRB moment. But the most beautiful thing about Think Tank is that when we started it, we wanted it as a safe environment to play. It magically grew into something bigger than we ever imagined, just by social media and word of mouth. Um, we just started bringing in our friends at first. So like me and Adam talk, taught a class, our friend Ariane taught a class, Becca Robinson, who I think that you had on yeah uh dancers doing stuff she taught a class and like basically all of our friends and then our friends started reaching out like hey can I teach one and we we're like yeah sure like and we would go to alchemical studios so it was like not a dance studio we just wanted yeah. like the camera to be a fly on the wall it was just like a collaborative experience um and then we yeah. recommended the choreographers to not treat it like a traditional class but then things got bigger and we started to expand and had bigger classes happen and like, I remember maybe it was 2019. Life is so crazy. Time goes what by. What is so time? Fast. Literally. What is time? But anyway, I think it was 2019. The first class was, oh no, I think it was 2018. It was Steph Bissonette. Wow. And she taught, and we were at NOLA Studios, which shut down. And oh, yeah. she brought in like 45 people. And me and Adam looked at each other. We we're like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, what is going on? So that was magical. And then after that, we just it was just a nice escape and like we had our regulars so like people would just come to think tank to be like ah oh, here we are present let's learn let's grow let's dance let's play and then we had our first showcase was a huge success and we just invited choreographers from that year to present work and then the next year went on had more classes workshops opportunities to uh, perform with Katie's art project Stephanie Clemens started that it's her nonprofit charity for um, children in need in hospitals with serious health conditions. So they work a lot with like children hospitals. And there was a couple events that we were able to go and dance at and perform at. And I don't know, it just gained like some, almost like, I wouldn't say a company. It was like a non-traditional like performance group. Yeah. Um, and then we had our second showcase, which Adam couldn't be at, which was tw in 2020. Yep. January, 2020 before the pandemic. Wow. And it was so magical as well. And like 
oh my God, like the people that were there dancing on stage and just the people around and it was sold out two shows, like crazy, two shows. It was one show. I'm lying. It was one show. What am I doing? Tune my own horn. Um, but no, it was one show. <laughs> well, uh, next time then, it'll be two. <laughs> yeah, next time the pandemic happened, we were hosting. Uh, ooh, I had shut this part of my brain off. So let's think. We were hosting like IG lives that were free. We were hosting Sunday sessions, I think we call them. Sunday soul sessions where ooh, like nice. speakers would come in and we would just chat. And like Liz Pacini came in, like people just would ask questions and she would just bounce off of it. Or Al Blackstone came in and we were just like, what do you see from the future? Like, well, what, are, what are we going through? Like, I don't know. It's just like a, a session to just chat. And then life got crazy. Here we are. We're on a break because we're both figuring out things on our own and personally. But the, this is what I was trying to get at. But I had to fill in what Think Tank's all about. Yeah. Is that... The beauty of Think Tank is that it never has to be one thing. It was never something to rely on income. It wasn't our full-time job. It was a passion and a movement that happened to sometimes make money, but not really. Like It was like our own baby with not a definite definition besides creating in a mm -hmm. safe environment. So what is Think Tank in the future? I don't know. We, do, we did chat. We want to bring it back when the time is right. But at the same time, I want it to be special and not stressful. Neither mm -hmm. does Adam. So he just moved back to New York City. I'm opening up my business. We want to like see how our wavelengths go and then maybe we'll open up and maybe it's going to be different this time. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So that's the beauty of Think Tank. Boom. I just love that. That it, it was such a special place for so many people, but also like gave you the opportunity to really be like in your power in that in that space. And I know that yeah. you've also last year before the pandemic and something that you managed to keep doing throughout the pandemic was this video project with your choreography. Quickly tell everyone about that because that was so cool. I mean, I think originally we were going to do this like so long ago and I was like going to talk about that. And I'm so glad we waited to, to have this, this conversation because there's so much more to talk about. But tell everyone about your 2020 choreography project okay so commuting to long island so like whenever i was living in manhattan i lived in manhattan or i was commuting so uh i would sit on the train and i would just be inspired by listening to music or whatever and i love um classic rock so i was listening to some classic rock I, and i made a playlist and i was like oh my god this could be a video series and i was like well this could be a video series because things are happening with technology and maybe i don't need a stage to put on like a show I could just like use different dancers and have a different theme and use a different song that's classic rock like a whole thing so I was like oh I'm gonna call it video of the month and to challenge myself because I would love to be I am a creative director but I would love to professionally be a creative director um in the big part of the industry so I was like how can I challenge myself kind of for free um while applying my choreography, my vision and bringing it to life. Like I can learn by this. So yeah. it was stressful because a month flies by and you don't realize all of a sudden it's like halfway through the month. I'm like, Oh my God, I have to do a video of the month. Oh my God, I have to find dancers. Oh my God, I have to find a studio space. Oh my God, I have to find someone to film. Uh, uh, uh. Like, it's just like crazy. But I made it a mission to do it. I started the first two months. They were great. And then March came and I had the video done that Wednesday before the Thursday shutdown with yeah. my video shoot. And then the Thursday was the shutdown. That Monday I edited wow. it when I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with life. Um, so yeah, that happened. And then I was like, well, I would hate to just not do it because the industry is shut down. Like that would break my heart. So I was yeah. like, I will find a way to do it somehow, some way. I was like, I have so much time on my hands now too. Like this is something for me to do. So I got creative. I did like the zoom one where like everyone sent in the video. It wasn't zoom. It was just like all edited, like from everywhere yeah. in their own place. And then as time went on, I just figured it out. Like I did smaller ones with friends that were comfortable to be around me and I was comfortable to be around them. And yeah, it just kind of fell into the way it was supposed to in November. I actually had COVID and couldn't make the video that I planned on and it changed three times. So then uh -huh. I thought, why not just make 
number 11 be changes. Um, so I just made like a montage of everything. And then the 12th one yeah. was the most special one because it was about the industry coming back and like just the hope and fearfulness of our industry of what we're going through together, coming together and just dancing together and sharing a story. Um, that was special because there's so many dancers involved, but also, um, something really cool in January this year, I was going through a rough time cause my dog passed away. So I was like really sad. And one day my mom called me. She's like, Oh my God, oh my God. I was like, what? She goes, Cuomo just shared your video. I was like, huh? And Cuomo on his out. daily debrief on, um, I don't know what's something debrief. I don't know. Yeah. On his COVID emails, the blast yeah. that he sends, they shouted me out and were like, look at these dancers that are out of jobs in this video, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, holy moly, I don't even know that how this happened, but like, this is awesome. But also shitty because this was like one of the few times Cuomo has actually mentioned dancers and Broadway performers, which like not even on Broadway. <laughs> like, like it was just, it was like a bittersweet, but more exciting. So yeah, the video of the month project happened. And I can't believe it happened. And it's different this year, but like I miss it. But also like I'm doing new things. So yeah. Would you ever do it again? Like the challenge yourself to do one concept video a month for a year? Like that is so impressive. I would say that that was the challenge within itself. I feel like now I'm being a lot more reserved because I learned so much that like one, I work better under pressure. So having that limit helps me actually, but I'm trying to save a lot of money so I can actually fund and pay my dancers that I work with. Or um, I got a camera for Christmas. So I yes. want to film it because I have my vision. I have my camera. So uh, yeah, I'm being very patient. And when I want to really create something, I'm going to really create it instead of just rushing it together. Unless I just want to have fun. Like that's okay. But like to do a yeah. big project, patience. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Okay, well, let's get into our first game. Let me get this little ready. <laughs> okay, so if anyone out there who's watching would like to participate, feel free to comment on YouTube and Facebook. We can see all your comments. I know um, we have someone here. Sophie, she said she's about to go dye her hair because <laughs> you said that that helped you. So dropping gems for everyone. Okay, so let's pick some of these random questions. Oh my goodness. Uh, let me see. Okay, some of these are sometimes weird. Okay, would you rather have everything you touch turn to ice or get stung by a scorpion each time you have a drink? Touch the ice. Done. Every single thing. Yeah, that's yeah. I I don't want to get stung by a scorpion. Yeah, that's time. true. That's true. I I don't know, but are scorpions deadly? I think so. Someone so then I would me. die. Yeah. So then it's like you just get <laughs> one drink of water. At least like an ice. Like you could probably like figure out how to make that work for you. Elsa with the glove. See, Done. we are. It's already been answered. Okay, cool. Then you're Elsa. <laughs> okay. Would you rather? Spend the rest of your life trapped inside a yellow balloon or have an irremovable wasp's nest living inside your pillow. Not great. Those are not great. The wasp's nest because I just have to deal with that every night and I'm not, I'm not trapped there. Yeah. And I'm just going to pretend. So they didn't say the bees would escape. True. Like they're just in there. And maybe you'll just, just like, learn to sleep like very still so they don't bother you Ooh, yeah neither are great options uh -uh. okay last one would you rather have to sleep alone each night in a haunted house or never be able to close your eyes never be able to close my eyes i can't do yeah. it i can't do a haunted, I couldn't house. Do a haunted I house can't do it no yeah 100 percent. me too <laughs> yep <laughs> oh my gosh okay so Passions outside of dance. Let's okay. talk. We can we can go wherever you want to go first, but there is something very exciting happening tomorrow. So yes, um, passions outside. I love food. I love wine. I love going to breweries and trying different beer. 
I love alcohol in a healthy way. I <laughs> just like to taste. I, I like tasting, you know, yeah. learning, learning about it. Um, I love cheese. I love pasta. I love wine. I said, I love wine. I'm Italian. <laughs> can you tell? Uh, and I got my NASM CPT and yoga 200 hour certification. What? I didn't know you did all that. I did with my time during the pandemic. I do not want to be a personal trainer. I want to be a yoga instructor. I just don't have the time, but I just wanted to educate myself in it. And it's cool, I guess. <laughs> wow. Okay, cool. Okay. And then I decided to launch a business because Yay. that's I'm gonna just give you what another I do. Applause. I'm going to give you another applause. Um, okay. So when my family had COVID in November, I had a few days where I was feeling okay and I was bored. So I just started organizing the kitchen. I, as I mentioned three times now, I am type A and I just have a place for everything. Everything's in order. And it just, ah, like my room is my sanctuary. When I walk in my room, it has to be a certain way every time. And it's like my escape. And I love mm -hmm. that feeling and it brings me joy. So I realized I can actually do this. I was like, oh, and then the home edit came out, which so many people watched. So I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with I'm all obsessed. those shows. I'm obsessed. So I, I, want, like, I need oh more. God. I need more seasons. I need more. And like Marie Kondo came out a while ago, but like the home edit. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, wow, let it process. And then I was honestly waiting for the industry to open up, like to see like what's going to happen with our industry. And then I was applying to a bunch of jobs. I did the whole apply to 300 jobs like real person like nine to fives you know right. and I was waiting on this one job that fell through but I knew that I wanted to start take a sec before this job fell through so in January uh it was actually the night my dog passed away me and my sister were in her room and we were venting I was like Bella I think I want to start this like I could do this as a business, as my side job, like, let's say one day I'm on Broadway, like I could still do this. I could be in Brooklyn, yeah. living in Brooklyn and having this. And like one day when I have a family, I want to be able to have a steady side job if I want to perform, create and do everything that I want to do. And as I've learned from the past, I work best when I'm my own boss. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. So the reason why I'm really passionate about it is because there's no market for it. Literally, there's no market for it. Uh, there's only a market for the rich and famous. So yeah. even when I was doing research of competitors, I was like, can't find any. <laughs> so when I tell people about it, they're like, wait, what is this? Because they're like, this is a thing. I was like, yeah, I'm making it a thing. Because <laughs> Joe Schmo should be able to have their cabinet from that was built yeah. in the 1990s that's not updated can still have a beautiful organized cabinet just because you don't have a walk-in pantry with like $5,000 worth of containers that you just bought at the Literally, container store. The containers are so expensive. I looked so into expensive. it like after watching the home edit, I was like, I'm going to organize everything. And I was like, I can't spend $200 on boxes. No. So what I do is basically come in and organize your space. And I've done, um, so yeah, so, so let me, before I carry on, didn't get the job, decided to full out plan, take a sec. It's been in birthing process for at least six months now. Second time um, we've talked about birth on this podcast. I know. Ew, Weird. <laughs> Weird. Um, but yeah, it's been bubbling. So I finally started to like just kind of not launch it, just like a little like I'm starting something. Uh, just for me to get a hang of how I want to post on social media and like yeah. just for like my friends and family to get the buzz. Um, but tomorrow is my official launch where I'll launch the website. I'll just share some updates and I'll really be pushing advertising now. So it's not just like me waiting for someone to respond or something like I'll yeah. be pushing for it and a uh, free giveaway. There'll be a raffle. So cool. Free giveaway. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I've been, I've done about, 15 projects so far and nice. it is a learning experience but it's also so fun and therapeutic for me but then mm. it's also like the final product that the client has always wanted when I leave so it's like 
something really great and it's all legal i'm an llc i have my federal employee identification number i have my bank account i have my everything and like my contracts that everyone has to sign so like a lot of people think it's like under the door like cash only haha i'm like no i'm legit (laughs) i'm legit (laughs) i love that that's so impressive because that you have to learn a whole set of skills to figure out all of that let alone like the actual skills of organizing and everything. Wow, that is so cool. Yeah. Oh, and even better, my startup costs to actually like pay for like the programming and the LLC and everything. Yeah. My stimulus check, so I didn't even use my money. Wow, amazing. Yeah. That's so smart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I'm, so I'm excited, excited to this. see where it goes. We'll see. Goal is tri-state area, so like Long Island, New Jersey, Connecticut, upstate New York, and beyond. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it's going to happen. I mean, from all the stories that you've told, it's so clear that when you put your mind to something and you want to do it, you make it happen and you make it a success. So I'm so excited to see where this goes. Thank you. But I will say, this is one of them that I actually, this is the first time ever that I sat and processed it instead of just being ambitious, being like, I'm going to do this thing. Because that's what Mm. I usually do with my ADD. I'm like, (laughs) I got to do this right now. But with this, I literally was like, you took it a was sec. like an inner thought. I, I, I took a sec. Yes. <laughs> See? <laughs> Amazing. Well, let's get into our last game, our little questions. So it's not really a game. I need to stop calling it a game. But it's more of like a mystery adventure, which sounds also much more exciting than what it is. But basically, we're going to pick four random questions and we'll see what we got and sometimes i veto them if you could learn any language fluently what would it be spanish Ooh, nice oh i need to watch in the heights oh it's magic magic next color blue what is the worst lie you ever told i can't lie i have a poker face oh actually right now <laughs> There's something going on. There's something good going on in my sister's life, and it's a it's a secret I can't say, and it's a lie that I lie about. Oh my god, that's exciting! And your sister, side shout out to Bella Dinapoli, who has the most gorgeous voice ever. Everyone go listen to her music. <laughs> yes, she's great. Okay, next one. Orange. How old is the most expired item in your fridge? Uh, not old because I live in my family home and because I'm an organized freak, I sort it every week because I can't stand looking at it and I hate when expired things are in the fridge. So nothing. Amazing. (laughs) Okay. Last one of these. What is a dream you've never said out loud? Uh, uh, I want to live in LA LA for a little bit of my life, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's secretly a little bit of a dream for me. Like, I feel like I should experience it. Yeah. I don't know if I yeah. want to live, live there, but like at least for at least three months. Yeah. I feel that. I could, I could feel that. Okay. Last question that I ask everyone, what brings out your most creative self? Mm. Okay. I told you I was going to wing this question because I'm, I'm better at winging things. Yeah. Okay, uh, if something that I've discovered, something that I've discovered is creating human, not creating, enjoying human experiences. So like hanging out with my family and my friends and going out and going on a walk in nature, going to the beach for a run, uh, being like so miserable during the pandemic, but also being so happy in my relationship, like just like life experiences inspire me uh I can't force inspiration to create that's when I get not creative when I'm like I have to create I have to create I don't create I don't do it so I would say an open mind surrounding myself with positive energy and containing my energy of who I put my energy into and where I put my energy into Mm. that's something I've learned during the pandemic uh and coming back into this new world that we're in and I would say just um, my room and my plants and the energy that I'm an energy person. Mm. So like it's the energy that I'm surrounded by, whether it's nature, my house, my dog, my 
people, the train, the subway, like, I don't know, anything. Yeah. That's what inspires me to create. I love that. That's such a good answer. Okay. I know we've talked about a million things, but tell me everything that you want to plug. We've got a lot of stuff, but tell me all the things. (laughs) Okay. Starting off, this is Christina Belinsky, artist in motion apparel. Yes. I just got this and I wanted to support. We love I'm obsessed with her. I have to I have to ask her to be on the show because I love all the stuff she makes, but I don't know her, so (laughs) love. She would love to do it. I'm gonna message Um, her. I'm gonna message her. (laughs) Do it. And then someone that I think you had on here as well, Rami. She started arts work plugging artwork because that's the future of our industry and her and Nick did such a fabulous job and yes and I think Nick is actually Nick is going to be on the show hopefully soon so that'll be really cool now that they're officially launched everyone go check out artwork (laughs) yes artwork okay so those are my plugs for peoples and then at Taylor DiNapoli at think tank underscore NYC at take a sec underscore and if you go to my website, www.taylordnapoli.com, I redid it so you can go see everything that I do. There's a portfolio tab, and I do so many things that it's stressful for my brain to even think about. So just seeing yeah. it all there, it's nice and organized, great. And then the website for Take a Sec is launching tomorrow, I'm along so with excited. just the official launch of Take a Sec. So and that's exciting. takeasecgetorganized.com. And other than that, I don't know, plug, (laughs) be nice, and create. I don't know. (laughs) Yes, those are are all perfect things to plug. And, of course, as always, if you enjoyed this show, definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm trying to get to 1,000 subscribers, so any subscribers help um and also definitely check out the dancers doing stuff instagram i'm slowly finally rolling out all of the information from past episodes i was telling taylor before we started this is like my 40th interview but i think i have like five posts on the instagram so there's a lot coming (laughs) there's a lot coming um you can also find me at Haley grove on instagram um and the very exciting thing about this show is the patreon is live um so if you want to support this show for the amount of like one coffee a month um definitely check that out The thing I'm most excited about for the Patreon is once we get 100 patrons, I'm going to be starting the Dancer's Dream Grant Program. So every month I'll be donating $1 per patron to a dancer who has a creative project that needs help being funded. So whether that's hiring dancers and actually paying them or at least getting them really good snacks if we don't have that many (laughs) we don't have that many patrons but hopefully one day we can support a whole big thing um you know getting studio space for people who can't dance in their house one second longer but can't afford studio space just a lot of really great ways that we can help uplift the community and help us all create and stay creative and create in a happy safe way and yeah i could go on and on about that but definitely check out the patreon we have two amazing patrons right now so shout out to sophie and karen you guys are so awesome and i think that is all i have to plug the the audio version of this podcast comes out every friday on apple spotify you know all those places so definitely check it out and yeah now that i've told you 45 things to do I think that's it. So thank you so much for being here. This was so awesome. I love hearing all your stories and you are the best. (laughs) Thank you, Haley. Thanks, everyone.